What's up, dirtbags? Welcome to episode 164 of the Midwest Angler Podcast. Scott Sturman, Matt Deitch. We are back. We are back. We are back. At, and I, uh, I want to say we're ice free. I believe we are. I think we're I, ice free here in Northwest Iowa. I've caught my first open water fish, Matt. Uh, you I don't have. Know what, I'm a little I, jealous. Of yeah, that. I don't know what you're. I caught my first, my fifth, and maybe even my tenth. Well, I well be fine then if you were going to go that way. I've already lost two jigs in the Rock River, so ha. Huh. Have you gone down there? Uh, yeah, I have went you? down there nice, one day. Nice. I was like, well, here's my sacrifice. First one. <laughs> you're looking to start getting that bass streak uh, yeah, going a little early. Are you going to try it again this year? What, uh, what's what's the plan? What's I don't the plan? Think so I don't think I'm going to try it this year. I guess if I get a wild hair, I might do it, but I don't know. I've been trying to maybe come up with a different, you know, type different, of type of deal. Yeah, I don't know something, but I. Yeah. Well, for those of you guys that don't exactly know what we're talking about, last year Matt, uh, uh, just I don't think you originally really set out a go- uh, to do it, and nope. and you know then all of a sudden you were uh, a little ways in, and you were like, well, I better keep this going. But how many days in a row was it? One hundred and twenty-six days. One hundred and twenty-six days that Matt uh, caught a bass in a row, and. Uh, um, you know, a lot of times it was down here in the Rock River, right here uh, in our hometown. He did some in Minnesota. He did some over at Okaboji, Wisconsin. Wisconsin, today. yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, uh, so I even I even canceled some plans with some buddies to go to South Dakota the one time, and really? they're like, "Hey, you want to go fishing with us tomorrow?" And I'm like, "I gotta do 97." I, like, <laughs> I was like, "Is there a chance for us to catch a bass?" And they're like probably not i'm like uh i don't think i'm gonna be able to do it then fellas sorry that's a hell of a commitment i mean as as much as it's cool you should see how many days you can just catch a fish in a row maybe well i guess you know there too you were you know, you were out there in lightning and, and, <laughs> and a couple you know, days where downpouring I hail, you know, whatever. And, uh, um, I got yeah. cold in the fall and <laughs> yep. speaking of some crazy weather, like the Midwest is really showing out this it week. It is just like, it's like on a roller coaster. I mean, like, you just don't the, know what you're going to get. We have literally had days up in the, I mean, dang close, near close to 80. Right. There was, I mean, yeah. there, you know, in the 60s, 70s, 70s for sure. Right. We, it's one of those where everybody, you know, everybody goes out for a walk and people are out doing yard work. I just laugh at those people. Say, yeah. What you doing yard yeah, pump work Pump the brakes. It's like, don't be tilling up that garden yet. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but, uh, you know, so, so we've had days in the 70s. Uh, yesterday for us um, started off with a hell of a lightning uh, show and then yeah. we literally had thunderstorms hail yeah there was uh, hail okay. you know it yep, sounded i didn't know if it was heavy rain and sleet or what but no nope. and, and I mean, you know maybe there. it was yeah maybe it was a little bit more of this the sleet and uh what's the other what's the other word that's kind of like sleet but uh um yeah what is that there's um, there's another yeah. word there's there's literally right somebody now. that's yelling right now that's right, listening yeah, to this like, like you idiots it's, yeah it's <laughs> not freaking sleet it's I don't know what the hell it is but we we probably had sleet whatever the other word is hail and then we woke up this morning to snow you're right and uh, so yeah the Midwest is just doing Midwest stuff and, uh, and it's kind of it looked like the snow was all melted today and then it, all of a sudden it seems like there's it's snowing right now there. again and I was gonna say and yeah. now it's snowing again yep so I think this weekend is supposed to be 50 degrees uh, yep. so man mm-hmm. uh, it's been crazy windy too right right we had a lot of wind uh, you know obviously we're coming to you late this week uh, um, this episode will be dropping on uh, Thursday morning. And, uh, the reason for that is because last week, as most of you guys know, that listened to last week's episode, I was in Florida last week, um, came back, uh, late, late on Sunday night, Monday turns into a laundry deal. And, uh, my wife was doing laundry. I was trying to take care of the baby and, uh, hang in a new deer mount, which I'm, I'm awfully proud of. I'll talk about that here in a second, but, uh, Last night, uh, I ended up having to go and run some errands, run up to Sioux Falls to the airport uh, to pick up my parents. And uh, so finally, Wednesday night is the night that we can get it done. So like I said, coming to you late, but uh, at least we're coming to you. And um, so, yeah, that is what it is. Uh, hold on. I, you know, I didn't even exp- I didn't even plan on talking about this, but I've got to talk about that freaking deer mount that you I got. You do got to talk about that deer mount. Coolest thing in the whole dang world. Uh 
for those of you longtime listeners uh, that were listening back in December, you guys know that uh, uh, me and my brother for two years have gone out to the Cox Ranch out in uh, western Nebraska, mule deer hunting, and uh, I was lucky enough to finally uh, shoot my first mule deer this last year. And uh, on Monday morning, I got a text message that said, hey, Scott, your muley's done from my taxidermist. And it's only been like a like three and a half months since I dropped it off there. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he used to advertise six month turnaround time and then it kind of got pushed out to eight. And I think it's even closer to 10 now. And, uh, apparently the reason for that was, uh, the tannery that he sent out the hides to kept coming back with longer lead times, longer lead times, longer lead times. So he tried a new tannery and guess who's hide just happened to be the top one on the box when it came back bingo so i got myself uh, a mule deer hung up down here in the basement and god dang it you know i just anytime that you go to a taxidermist uh you know i i think you know it's like oh man right. you know freaking awesome you know whatever but this one was like <laughs> like i i damn near got emotional like extra special it was like i that deer means so much to me you know not not you know not just its antlers or whatever but uh uh you know the the story with it the fact that i didn't get one the first year the spot in the world that it was taken is is one of the most special spots in the whole entire world to me and uh the people you got right i mean with yeah yeah, you know i mean the, the this family and that ranch you know for me only ever being there two times in my whole entire life it, it's it's crazy to me that 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 place means as much as what it means to me but i just i i love i love the cowboy lifestyle i love those you know i love the coxes i love the landscape out there and uh i love the critters that run around on it and uh i don't know man i just whew, when i when i've got that one home and hung it up next to my other white tails and and rearranged the whole entire basement because here i am in my man cave and uh, you know, I don't have that many trophies. Well, I guess I kind of got a lot of trophies <laughs> down here. <laughs> I was going to say, compared to what I have in my yeah, place. <laughs> yeah, I kind of do. But uh, um, I, I kind of had to rearrange. And, uh, you know, it's crazy. Like, I consider myself more of a fisherman than I do a hunter. But. You I've more. got. I've That's got, usually how it goes, though. I've got three fish on the wall. And one of them's not even mine. It's my grandpa's. And uh, one of them I got down in Mexico, and it, it's a replica mount. I, got, I don't know. It was cool. I mean, it, it was fun, but it don't mean a ton to me. And then I got my first ever 10-inch bluegill because I made a deal with myself that the first time I ever got a 10-inch bluegill, I was getting it mounted. And then I cracked a bigger one like four weeks later. So, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, that, that bluegill is still special to me, but it's not my personal best. I've since caught, you know, other ones that are bigger. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like I just, I don't know. I need to add some fish to the wall. <laughs> I need to add some fish to the wall. I actually messaged Robbie Rembrandt Did and, uh, about going out, maybe getting like in on McConaughey. a little McConaughey trip, Ooh. uh, you know, up there on the dam, freaking yeah. combat fishing, combat fishing in April. Yeah. It's, it's really too bad. If I'm going to, if I'm going to pull off retirement pull out a retirement of uh, drinking, I feel like that's the trip to do it on. Right. Get all plum drunk and freaking <laughs> have boats freaking coming close to you five yards and I'll be freaking mouthing off and, you know, just enough, yak, yakking. Close enough and, to spit your chew on them. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just just doing awesome stuff. and uh, But, yeah, probably, yeah, that ain't going to. I, the fishing trip might happen, but uh, the drinking obviously is not. So, whatever that is what it is and uh you know speaking of like altercations and whatnot i think like there's just a lot of cabin fever kind of going on right now a lot of it how many altercations like i feel like the last two weeks on facebook has been insane media has been on fire lately with people just kind of getting after each other i kind of got involved i kind of got involved you did i kind of got involved a little bit i don't know the dude I, I have no clue. Apparently, he's a YouTuber. Apparently, whatever. But uh, but you your yours wasn't like your involvement wasn't like some of these other people's involvement. Right, you right. just came in and said, "Hey, we're all on kind of the we're all on the same team here. Yep. We don't need to be bashing each other and stuff like that." Well, this I I don't know who he is. Apparently, he's got a YouTube channel called Fish on Luke. Uh, 
His name is Luke Henches. Henges. I'm not sure who he is. I, I really don't know. Um, whatever. Probably a fine guy. Whatever. Right, yeah. But uh, he, he posted a deal about, and, and he literally wrote, people that go to Pay Lakes, tell me why you go to Pay Lakes before I delete you or something like that. And so I just went on there. And and for those of you that don't know, a pay lake is like, I think it's a big thing out east. All right. But, uh, I mean, you know, you, there, there's literally lakes that people have that you, you pull up, you give the owner 20 bucks, and you bring your lawn chairs and your, uh, you know, picnic spread, and, and you sit there and you cast lines all day long, and, you know, you catch a bunch of stocked fish, and it is what it is, you know fine dandy whatever is it is it for me no is it for you matt probably not right but but it might be for somebody right for some people it, that's it might all be they for have somebody. the opportunity to do right so i just asked the dude like why do you even care why do you care the way somebody else wants to spend their saturday afternoon like if if you live in you know new york city and there's not a lot of access to public water around like there are lots of places in this world where public water is not a, you know, it, it's not a readily available thing. Right, it's not We right live here in the you. Midwest, you know, I mean, Minnesota, land of 10,000 lakes, South Dakota, you know, I mean, there's there's public water everywhere. You know, Wisconsin, public water everywhere. North Dakota, public water everywhere. But there are spots in the, in the United States that public water isn't readily available. So well, if a guy wants to take his fi- kid fishing on a Saturday afternoon, and, and you want to go to a spot where you know you're going to catch some fish. Right. Throw the owner of the pond 20 bucks and go out there and teach your kid how to fish. Yeah. Who cares? Who freaking cares? And so that's what I wrote to him. Like, why do you care? Whatever. And so then I got a bunch of, I got a bunch of people yakking back at me that I don't understand how these, how these uh, pay lakes work and operate. And, I, you know, it's like, well... I'm pretty sure it's a privately owned lake that's privately funded, privately stocked, and it's monetized by, you know, patrons that come. Like, I mean, it's a pretty simple concept, really. You know, whatever. I, you know, is it like a deer farm? Yeah, maybe. Maybe it is. But who gives a shit? Like, right. who, who truly cares? Like, you know, am I for shooting a deer behind a fence? Hell no. Is it for the next guy? Maybe. Like, who cares? Like, who, who truly cares? And so then the dude got on there and he was yakking about how he strictly meant for trophy catfish. Well, meanwhile, he goes and edits his post. His original post. His yeah. original post to say strictly for trophy catfish in, in, you know, in catfish pay lakes. So I wrote to him. I'm like, well, no offense, dude, but you literally edited your post. And so, you know, okay, fine. Like you don't like, apparently people go to public bodies of water catch trophy fish and then go and release them in these pay lakes am i for that no no i'm not for that it's it's illegal to transport that right. fish exactly you know so i mean are you really against pay lakes or are you against the legal transportation of game fish which we all are yeah so i mean you're a you're against the illegal activity you're not against pay lakes in total and whatever like i said the dude edited his post I don't know. I, finally, I just gave up. It got to be about 9.15 at night, and everyone knows me. I'm in bed close thereafter, and it's just like, whatever, dude. Like I said, probably a fine dude. He's just passionate about this subject. But then, you know, that same exact day, there's some lady that's pissed off to high hell because somebody held a catfish wrong. Like, yeah. okay, you know, whatever. Maybe they were holding a catfish wrong. I'll be honest. Like, I probably don't really know the proper way to hold a catfish. You know, for, for those people that aren't out, th- this, guy, this guy strictly said he wasn't targeting catfish. Yeah. So, I mean, you catch the biggest catfish of your life and you pull it out of the water, of course, you want to take some pictures with it. So, you take some pictures with it, maybe you didn't quite hold it right. But instead well, of freaking screenshotting his pictures and posting them online and telling everyone about how much of an idiot he is, how about you take the same amount of effort... And you private message him and say, hey, listen, I actually catch a lot of flathead catfish. And, uh, you know, fish care is a big deal on a fish that big. Uh, You know, why don't you, the next time, if you ever, you know, have the good fortune of of doing something like that again, why don't you try this way to hold it? It's a lot easier on the fish, and it really showcases the fish's size. 
congrats on the fish you know whatever just you know wanted you know at that point in time you're respectful right i mean and you know like me and matt were talking about this earlier guys at the end of the day you know and then that I, i i wrote this back to this luke hinges too at the end of the day we're all on the same team we might play the game a little bit differently but we're still on the same team there are a lot of people and you might not realize it but there are a lot of people out there that do not want us to fish. Right. Do There's not a lot want of organizations us. that would want to see all that go away. Yeah. Do not want us to fish. Do not want us to hunt. It's a blood sport, guys. Like, we are literally driving a hook through a fish's mouth, yanking on that line as hard as we can, and then dragging that fish by its mouth to your boat, to the to the shore, whatever, up, up through the ice. Like... You got, I mean, there's, there's time, there's times when you hook a fish that a hook goes into the fish's eye. Right. And I mean, it's not like that was your intention. I mean, it's things like that. Sometimes a hook could catch a little bit of the gill or something like that. I mean, if we try our best, we all try our best to handle the fish with care, get them released as you know, even if you're not releasing them, you still got to respect the fish and you right. still got to handle them right. the right way. And we all try to do that. I mean, yeah, but I mean, if you net a fish. You're messing up the slime coat, like right. Matt said earlier. You, you know, I mean, there. If if you've ever held a fish out for a picture, and that thing, if you've ever not been holding a fish and had that thing flop out of your hands and bang its head on the side of your boat and it's like, oh, that thing's knocked a little little right. loopy yeah, right it, now. It all happens. If you've never had that happen, well, sorry, but you haven't caught enough fish. <laughs> how, how about that? Right. Like, you ought to work on your it's fishing ex- skills because you know if. Uh, I mean, there's literally Bassmaster Elite Series. It happens once a weigh-in that yep. they're holding the fish out and starts flopping, gets away from you, whatever. It happens. By no means am I saying that it's okay to not respect the fish. We've all got to try our best, whatever. But, I mean, to sit and screenshot and, and whatever. Well, we put I each mean, other on blast, and then pretty soon, you know, we're fighting amongst ourselves. And that's what those like those people you're talking about, that's what they want because then it makes us look ignorant and it you know makes us look small minded too. Right. Well and and you know if if there just happens to be one anti fisherman that happens to be scrolling through Facebook and sees somebody say, you know, well this moron isn't holding the fish right, what do you think they're gonna do? Right. You know, I mean oh, yeah. you're just adding fuel to their fire now. Yep. I don't know. It just people I, calling people out on their criminal histories, <laughs> things like that, you know, it's just yeah i don't know it just you know we we were talking about it too it seems like a lot of times on all these facebook pages lately there's people bashing products and bashing brands and then somebody from that actual brand happens to you know be part of the group right be part of the group or somebody tags them you know like so-and-so rods are freaking junk i freaking set the hook on it and thing snapped and they'll tag somebody that works for said brand and they'll say, hey, did you happen to call the 1-800 number or did you reach out to customer service via the website or anything? No? Okay, you just, in the same in the same amount of time that it took you to make that Facebook post, you could have reached out to us and we could have, you know, taken, taken care, care of that of you for you. Got you a new one and yep. stuff like that. And if, I mean, obviously if it continues to like happen, you don't have, sometimes you just don't have good luck with the product. You know what? then try a different one. That's why there's so many different products out there. When I'm not afraid I'm, to put a product on blast, oh, if, exactly. like if they well, treated right. me like garbage, you know, I mean, if, if you snapped a rod or, or, you know, I mean, if you bought, you know, something and, and it broke instantly by no mistreatment, you know, just flat out being hard on your gear, you know, and, and you reached out to them and, and said, Hey, you know, uh, this is, you know, this is what happened. And, and, uh, you know, it's clearly, uh, um, you know, something wrong with the workmanship of the, of the product and, and they treat you like garbage. Hell yeah. Freaking put a Facebook yep. post out there. Or you, or you try to, or you try to get a hold of them and you just never, I mean, you can't get a hold of them. Right. You can't get a hold of them. But, but with that being said, you know, put a Facebook post out there warning your friends, warning other people, Hey, you might want to avoid this product. You know, I, I'm having a bad experience with it. But the second that you start using swear words Cussing. and calling names and and doing all that and not using punctuation punctuation it's, grammar it's uh, like, uh. yeah you know at, at that point in time you kind of start to lose your validity 
And, uh, you know, it's kind of like, maybe this dude's just actually kind of a loose cannon. Like, (laughs) I don't know. There's a lot of loose cannons out there. The best, though, like you said, though, is like when they do put a product out on blast and then like the owner or like somebody that works for that gets a hold of them and is just like, hey, we want to make it right. Private message me. And then all of a sudden you see the post go away. Yeah. You know, they got taken care of and it's just like. You know, some Could have people, done that some, from the get yeah, right. And some people are respectful enough. They get on there and be like, hey, you know, this is what happened. Like, the follow-up on that, you know, I was a little upset and everything. Because we all get upset at times. Don't get me wrong. Some, that's why sometimes it's good to, if you're going to write something out, maybe just save it. Don't post it. Wait a while. And then maybe you can go back and delete it. Because once you once you post it, it's there. Right. No matter Can't how erase much, the internet. As much as you think that you can, like, Oh, I'm gonna quick go delete that thing. Well, guess guess what? Somebody's already screenshotted it. I mean, kind of like the edit history on a payfish, <laughs> exactly like that. It's, I mean, people can actually go in there and see yeah. what you've done. You can't erase the internet. But I mean, then you know, get out there and be like, hey, you know, big shout out to these guys. You know, I did have an issue with it, but they made it right. Uh, yep. Yeah. Yep. So I mean, you got to be able to do that stuff too, and. You know, I get a kick out of it too. And we've talked about it a lot on here. Is like you don't ever see people get on there and passionate about like a product. Praise a they, product, right? But if you do, if somebody does get on, there, if you do, like, they're yeah. megamotin. Well, you, well, they that's are. That's true. But <laughs> that's true. The megamotin sons of guns. But but they get out there. Even if people are being positive, sometimes there's people that will slide into the comments and all of a sudden just want to just bash the product instead of just what you always say. Just keep on scrolling. Yeah, keep on scrolling. Just keep it ain't on tough. scrolling. So. But, uh, you know, as it, it ain't tough. Here I am saying it ain't tough. Yeah, bull, bull craps. <laughs> like and then you, you just, jumped into the You just the got fire. into a tussle the other day. But it's the damn cabin fever. It is. It is this cabin it's, fever. It's the Will Smith in me coming out. <laughs> it's, you just, Sometimes you just got to go up and smack a person. Right. I mean, at the boat ramp, I mean, this ice, we're waiting for it. Then, then we get that little, like you said, with the weather, it gets to be 70 degrees. So you're like, all right, gung-ho. And then pretty soon it gets back to where it's like, well, I can't go out there and we talked about this before in the past about, you know, that, that awkward time where all of a sudden it starts to warm up and it's like, if the ice is going to come off, just yep. all melt in all a the day, way. All just the melt way. in a day. Yep. So it's off Big and we on. can get out there instead of just holding on and holding on and giving people hope. And, yep. you know, th- this is a fishing podcast and, and I don't want to give any, any, any extra attention to these freaking overpaid moron celebrities, but, uh, I got to ask you something here. Like, I just want, I want you to play a couple different scenarios through your head. So, like, you know, Will, we, we've all seen the Will Smith-Chris Rock deal. Matt, you're right. doing a bang-up job at, at putting out some great freaking uh, uh, memes and whatnot on it. It's been a lot of fun. It's been a lot of fun, whatever. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not even going to pick sides on the whole damn deal. Like, I don't even care. Uh, Will Smith, I, I think that he is a... Uh, uh, I think he's got a lot going he needs on. Some mental I, health. He does. He does. And, you know, I, I think his, his wife's maybe kind of drug him through the ringer. Uh, you know, I, I think she's kind of a loose cannon, you know, maybe, maybe Chris Rock overstepped because there was a medical issue that I didn't even know about. Maybe Chris Rock didn't even know about who cares. That's not the point of what I'm saying. I'm not even going to go there. Cabin fever. But what happens? I, I want you to play this scenario through your head. Will Smith goes and walks up on stage, same way that he did up to Chris Rock, and gets up there and Stone Cold sack taps him. <laughs> like, imagine how much different. Like, I mean, everything, right. everything that's going on right now, like people talking about it, whatnot. Like, what if he goes up there and hits him in the nuts? Like, how much different is that? <laughs> is it better? Is it worse? Yeah, that's I don't know. I mean, that's... like, I mean, it, at that point in time, is it like, don't you go keep keep my wife's name <laughs> after? Yeah, mouth, mouth right. whatever but it's like you know kind of like you i mean if, if a dude comes up and and sack taps me i feel like it's kind of a joke it, it's like dude screw you right but it's kind of a joke like i don't know no offense will smith but like an open hand slap yeah like whatever i mean what what if he actually freaking full on well, cold, cold cocks him and like, knocked him out right could you imagine if he would have knocked him out like <laughs> out cold yeah every, what every, happens everybody sits there like i mean i give chris rack a ton of credit for, oh dude for keeping rolling with it <laughs> i mean no doubt if you've ever been like i mean he got slapped hard i mean if anybody's ever been i mean punched slapped like that you ever been slapped I, oh yeah i've been slapped 
Can we talk so, about them stories, or is that is that? <laughs> nah, it wasn't a volunteer. No, it wasn't the thing I asked for. No, <laughs> Magnuson pays double for that type oh, of stuff. Gosh. <laughs> oh, I'm not talking about getting slapped with your custom rod, <laughs> old mushroom stamp. <laughs> so, but no, it just. Uh, I've I mean, never been him, slapped for him just to keep going and stuff like that. Yeah, it was, it was quite impressive, and just to keep to keep the show going. I mean, that'd be like us sitting here talking like this, and if you just haul out and slap me, and I just kept on going. I mean, you want to try? Want to try? Just to that's see not it. an invitation, but let's see where the show goes if I full on freaking open hand slap you right across. The I would face. like if that's if if that's like an okay thing. Now imagine what boat ramps are going to be like this summer. <laughs> oh yeah, just just go off down the dock and just, just haul off and freaking. You you can't just punch, like, you can't slaps. you can't hit them in the nuts, you can't kick, but slaps are fair game from here on out everywhere in the country. If somebody if somebody talks about your trailer backing up skills. You put it in park. You walk right <laughs> up to them and just whack. whack and just turn around. <laughs> what the five fingers say to the face? <laughs> Slap. So yeah. No, I don't know. Freaking wild times. Wild, wild, Nobody wild better times. talk smack about bass at the boat ramp this year because they're going to get slapped. No doubt about it. Uh, April 1st, uh, ju- just a little news here. April 1st, North Dakota, uh, you got to have your new license. So that is this coming Friday, April 1st. This is not an April Fool's joke. You got to have your new fishing license. But with new fishing licenses, so, so imagine. But imagine you're out there fishing, and you don't have your license on April first, and the game warden comes up to you, the CEO comes up to me, is like, "Hey, I might have to write you a ticket." <laughs> good one. Yeah, good like, one. No, no, I'm serious. Well, are you or aren't you? It's like, what is it? What's going on? It's kind of like, it's kind of like a good. I don't know if that's a good move by North Dakota, or it's kind of like a head game move for, by North Dakota. It's like, don't they post on their Facebook page? Don't forget to new your your licenses today residents are like <laughs> yeah okay yeah whatever you know april fools it's like uh no seriously <laughs> gotta do it like what if you get if you have a conservation officer come up to you like hey sir do you got your license yep <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it's not funny when you do it to them when they yeah. do it to yeah. you it's funny but <laughs> can't take a joke i guess put a badge on and you can't take a joke it's like uh, laws don't get lifted on April Fool's. Run from the cops, yeah. and they were saying, I was just playing an April Fool's joke on you. Slap like, him. Yeah. Slap him. That's all you got to do. <laughs> I have I have way too many fish in my life. Well, nah, I was just joking, guys. I'm going to throw those back. Don't worry about it. Have, have you ever Have you ever seen that, that story where they talk about, uh, uh, you know, a conservation officer comes up to somebody on the bank? It's, it's a fake joke story or whatever, and say something about you know well you got one over your limit and like now that one's my pet fish yeah right <laughs> like oh really like yeah you know he just he just swims around here or whatever and you know keeps coming back he's my pet fish and oh let me see <laughs> throws it, in the, throws it I... in the water and well, where is he what do you mean what yeah. fish <laughs> yeah that, that's 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 what you do on april fools yeah. uh did i ever tell you the the prank my grandpa and his brother pulled that one time with the, with the fish basket no, but you got to tell me. They knew that the game warden was watching them from shore. Like he didn't think that they he could like see them. And we're dealing with some Minnesota fish finders. Right. I mean, the right. the binos so, are up. So the CO had been watching them, and they knew he was. So they took the fish basket and they tied the bottom of it open. So they would take fish and throw it into the fish basket, and they could just swim right out the bottom of it. And they just kept catching them and throwing them in there, and it kept fish swimming out and. When they finally got up to shore, he come walking over there because he thought he had them red-handed and stuff like that. And was he it? wasn't. I don't think he said <laughs> he didn't think I, it was, it was funny, real huh? funny. But it was just like he just kind of. Well, imagine how long he had been sitting there, probably with a with a little notepad, keeping a tally right. like 171, <laughs> 172. Like, oh boy, I got these boys for sure. Ah. Uh, did you see that the head of the Iowa DNR got busted for fishing without a license? No, I saw that. Uh, you know, th- there would be a time like if 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 she had been caught by another conservation officer that I would, you know, kind of question like, did she think she was above the law? But uh, apparently she went out um, – Fishing on the Mississippi River, snagging paddlefish. I I believe. Is that what it was? I didn't. And read the uh, article. um, 
afterwards she realized that she did not have a current fishing license and literally went in the next day and said write me up uh, I didn't do that she took the ticket um, you know whatever I, I don't think that there's any uh, revocation of uh, fishing privileges or whatever and I believe that she went and uh, uh, bought a new license but uh, it, it's kind of hard to wrap my brain around like I, th- there's no doubt in my mind that that this was a simple mistake a bad deal but I hope if, if one thing comes about it I hope that maybe uh, conservation officers will look across the board and be like, you know what? Mistakes can happen. Exactly right. You know, mistakes can happen. If this guy has had a fishing license the last 27 years in a row and a couple days, you know, you know, all of a sudden you get, I mean, it's different too. If, you know, you see that he's in, you know, a fancy, it happens. It happens. Right. I, I'll be honest that, you it's, know, it's, it's kind of like the deal of when the new licenses start and they go patrol heavy that weekend. Right. Right. And, and just to hand out tickets. Now, if you go out there and be like, Hey guys, they expired yesterday. And it's just like, Oh, that's right. And like you said, you can look up on their history and see that they've bought a fishing license for all these years and stuff like that. And give them a break, and a, a lot of a lot of them will. Yeah, I, I like stuff like I like that, I like the guy that says, "Go buy a license and show prove to me within the next you know today right. that that you have bought a license, and I'll rip up this ticket." Like you you know I I don't know I I like that idea a lot better. I I hope that if if anything that they decide that uh, um you know ho- hopefully. You know that they they realize that accidents happen, whatever. But um, yeah, I don't know. Kind kind of a wild deal. You know, I think I think the hard thing is, uh, now you can buy your licenses for consecutive years, or, yes, or, or for, for for more for like than one year. Period. You know, and, yeah. that's gonna be tough. It is. You know, I mean, you know, it, it's hard enough for me to remember what I had for lunch yesterday. <laughs> let alone, you know, I mean, you you buy a three year license and you know. You throw it in your wallet and you kind of forget about it. You know, you know, you got a license, you know, oh yeah, I'm good. For, you, you know, you're good for the first year. The second year, it's like, oh yeah, yeah, I'm good. I bought that last year. And the third year, you know, it's like, oh yeah, yeah, I'm still good. And you could easily forget on the fourth year thinking, you know, because oh, yeah, you're it's just so, so used to like doing it that you yep. forget that it is time to renew it. You know, and I, I can already see the people that are red in the face screaming at this episode right now, like, you should check your license every time. Yeah, okay. Check the regs. The check ones, the regs. The ones book. that the ones that quote unquote as soon as the new regulations come out, sit down and read it front to back. Yeah, right. Two or three times. Yep. Bullshit. <laughs> but um, whatever. I mean, it happens. Uh, I, you know, a while back that we I'll, talked about this, and maybe uh, maybe I've I've since said it on here, but uh, I believe now. Um, I think Iowa offers it also, you can get your yearly fishing license or you can get your three-year fishing license and uh, actually like put it on a credit card or a debit card and you can have it automatic withdrawal and uh, um, yeah, auto renew. That's a, um, you know, at that point in time, you don't got to worry about it anymore. And well, and the thing is too, like hopefully they said, like say something happens where your card, you have to get a new card. And it's on auto renew, and you just think, like, hopefully they send you a message that says, "Hey, you know, it didn't automatically renew. Card wasn't recognized." Yep. Instead of all of a sudden, you, you thought that it renewed, and but right. you'd still have to go in there and print it off, I suppose. Yep. But, no, I'll give I'll give her cre- a lot of credit for like she fessed up to her mistake. She didn't try to she didn't do the thing that sometimes you try to see is try to hide it. Right. And then eventually get caught, and then everybody backtracks. I mean, you you. Own up to it. Even when even when it happens with a CEO, and you do it, you don't sit there and be like, "Well, you know, try to come." Just be totally honest. Be like, "You know what? I totally it slipped my mind. I forgot about it." it I mean, usually, can you, can you imagine like, her thought process? Like, I mean, uh, she had to be completely crushed. Oh right. Like, I mean, I mean you she, are in when the she highest position, it, right? She knew what kind of storm was going to come with it. Right. And what I mean, people were going. to I mean, people, sh- you know, sharing it again. Going back to the social media thing, people sharing it all over Facebook and just being like, "Oh." look at this even the head of it and it's yep. like, well, they don't put in there like hey she she realized that turned she herself in like yeah it wasn't like you said that she was down there fishing in another then it's like hey let me see your license right that was that was a double black eye and a and a fat lip and a busted nose i mean that that was uh 
Uh, and then and then they poured salt in the wound. I, I mean, I don't know. It, uh, I don't know. She did the right thing, and, uh, um, you know, I guess hats off to her for that. Um, one walleye limit on Lake Mille Lacs. Here we go. A little Lacks. cabin fever going bananas. Uh, about the, it was about that time of year. Everybody's getting antsy to know what those regs on Lake Mille Lacs is going to be and forget about the rest of the lakes in Minnesota. Yep. I I – I don't know anything about Lake Mille Lacs. I, I realize that there is, uh, uh, you know, there's political stuff that that goes on up there. There's, uh, you know, there, there's beautiful uh, smallmouth bass in there. There is, there is, with bellies full of baby walleye, and <laughs> <laughs> but uh, um, you know, I I don't know, you know, that it seems to be a pretty incredible fishery when people talk about. You know, catching monster walleyes. You know, there's a lot of big walleyes caught on Mille Lacs. Do you and, think? Do you think that that's kind of like Minnesota's Punxsutawney Phil? Like you know, it's spring and you know that winter is over when people start, start talking about the Mille Lacs walleye regs. Start complaining about the Mille Lacs walleye regs. It's just like, oh, only six more weeks till opener. <laughs> so, so last year when they, they, because they got. They, they got fish added last year, right? I think so. Yeah, like last year I think you could catch, like I, I don't know, maybe don't a know couple and, and like. keep them. But, uh, uh, yeah, I, you know, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not a I'm not a. Maybe minute. if we were from up there and we fished right, it and stuff right. like that, we'd be able to wrap our brains about it a little bit more. But Yeah, I mean, in, in the land of 10,000 lakes and, and you know, 9,550 four of them are, are spectacular walleye fisheries you know it's like it's almost it's almost like for us going over to twin lake and you sit there and catch walleyes all day long because it's fun to catch fish but you can't keep them right and it's just like well well you know and, and people and people always say man you know what could you imagine if they open that up just to fishing in general like a, like a lake like that, like that close be the to same. like Sioux yeah. Falls or something like that. Now right. people are going to just, I mean, it's going to not going to take long and everybody's going to be, well, what happened to the fishing in there? There again, it's one of those deals where you can go over there and catch other species. I mean, there's really nice perch in there and stuff like that. And you can keep those, but it's just like the walleyes they protect there. And you can go over there and you can absolutely have a blast and catch a bunch of them. And, you know, a great opportunity. You know, I bring a lot of people over there that haven't ever like done much for walleye fishing and yep. stuff because it's it gives them a really good opportunity to get into it like catch them and so yep. yeah i don't know i just i just yeah it, it's like clockwork pretty soon i mean people are sharing it and bashing the minnesota dnr you know here they go again ruining everything and it's 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 a lot of stuff that a lot more that goes into it than what people i think really really understand on right. the surface and you know i guess there too maybe it's a little bit different because uh you know i know this is su social suicide for saying it but uh we are buddies with scott mockentune and and as much as it pains me to say it he is one of the smartest individuals i've ever uh had the privilege of of knowing and and being friends with and sitting and talking and you know when when you hear him talk uh you know about anything you know i mean you can start talking about you know something that isn't controversial at all and, you know, I mean, the, the knowledge that he has and, you know, when he talks about show me the data, you know, when he talks about going out there and getting data, the tests that they do, the, you know, the, you know, it's not knee jerk reactions. No. You know, I mean, that's it's not, that's, they're, they're not just back there going, huh, how can we piss off the piss off the people today? No, it's nothing well, it, like that. And that's but, what people think it is. But I mean, they also like i said not a knee-jerk reaction you know if all of a sudden they're like oh you know the walleye fishing wasn't that good this year on on you know lake lake x oh you know can't let people harvest you know next year we need to get those walleye numbers back up like was there a reason oh you know the water's been down yeah. you know i mean there, there's there's tons of different things you know tons of different variables that go into it and when you sit and you talk to somebody like like scott and he, and he talks about, you know, the different ways that they study these deals and, and, you know, all the different factors that they, you know, comprise together to, to decide why a lake is doing what it's doing. And all of a sudden you're like, oh, wow. Oh. Like, yeah, there's. Okay, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, you know, I mean, things that, you know, the average angler doesn't even ever think about. And, and I mean, they have all these tools at their disposal. I mean, they're spending eight, if not more hours a day 
studying this guys like i mean that you know i mean the, you know i don't know i don't know whatever like well, I'm, and, I'm not gonna sit the, here and bash the people that you know that disagree because that's one of the best parts about living in the country that we get to live in is is that you can disagree and and you know you can you can agree to disagree and and you can voice your opinions on facebook and you can have cabin fever you're technically not supposed to slap people but i mean you know you can do what you want to do and have differing opinions and that's fine because and, we live in america and, and it's freedom but don't go freaking running your mouth if you're a freaking idiot and you really don't know what you're talking about right you got to be able to see both sides of it before you can really give an honest opinion on it and then also like you said if you want to voice your opinion they hold a lot of like right meetings and stuff like that and he where talks they about that too they encourage the public to come out there that's again, what they have the meetings for right. you know they have public input meetings and no one freaking shows up then they the, change something well and the people that are against always show up but again it goes back to that the people that are for and supporting don't show up as well Hell, the people that are, are against it don't even show well, up they don't but it you seems know like i mean they all, will, all of like, a sudden the, the regulation changes and people go bananas it's like hey were you at the public input meeting well, no. no. Okay. <laughs> well, oh, okay. Yep. I don't know. Whatever. World's a crazy place. World Cabin is a... fever. Have you seen the new Berkeley uh, Power Bait Glove video? It's sweet. It, it is, is the best. Hilarious. It may be the best April Fool's video joke. Uh, they caught me hook, line, and sinker at first because I just started watching the first one. You're and I'm not like, that smart, though. And I'm just like, there's no way. It's like, but you just don't know anymore. You the, just don't. I mean, the the production of this video, it is it is for the Berkeley, Berkeley Power Bait Noodling Glove. Power Bait Noodling Glove. Uh, you know, Berkeley Power Bait, you know, Max Scent, whatever, uh, in a rubber glove for noodling catfish not only for noodling catfish because all fish love power bait they asked the fish and the fish said yes <laughs> so i mean it we shared it uh we shared it on wednesday evening tonight on our facebook page uh from past guest dan spangler the hard bait designer over at berkeley uh this is absolute solid gold uh, it's seven minutes long. The production it's is worth, spectacular. It's worth the whole seven minutes. It is It is so good. It is so good. When you got a free seven minutes, you have to go and watch this video. It is It is spectacular. Uh, I, I don't know. I just, I, I want to say hats off to Berkeley. Hats off to guys like Hank Parker and John Cox and, and, and all damn, these other professionals. Yeah, yep, you know, whatever, that, that took the time to make a cool video that anyone who watches it, any person that watches it, I don't care if you're another bait at a competitor, at a competitive or competitor's company, like you are going to watch that video and you're going to smile. And that's what we need more of. Not, not it's the humility. We need more of that. You know, here you're talking about one of, if not the top fishing brand. I think it's fair and, to say it's the top. Right. You know, in the world. Right that can literally make fun of themselves right i mean right. literally get up there and everything that they're cliched like everybody always is talking about like oh is it 18 times better you know oh this is it really the best crank bait is it really the best thing this like you know do all the this fish stuff. really hold on 28 right. times longer scientifically proved yeah and everybody you know everybody revolutionary yeah so they get up there and they just do a just a bang up job and they're they did uh, make taking shots at themselves not other companies i mean they got to laugh off of themselves not uh, that's the great thing about it and it is it's just so funny and it was you know what that is that's a confident it is. company it is. that's a company that that you understands at yourself that understands we are the best and and we can take shots at ourselves you know i mean uh you know, and, and that is absolutely zero disrespect to any other bait company in the world. Uh, you know, they, they I mean, the, the, there's probably more best companies also, but I mean, that's the biggest. I mean, you know, I mean, they've got more uh, names underneath of that pure fishing umbrella than, than anyone else. And, and uh, you know, Berkeley, 
I, I don't know. This video just knocked it out of the park, and they kind they. I mean, it was at no one's expense but their own. Yeah. (laughs) My only question for Dan is, like, is it considered kind of like an Alabama rig since I have five fingers? Like, am I only allowed in the state of Iowa to be able to have, like, one or two fingers in there? My Uncle Bill's a a four and a half. Right. I mean, so, I mean... That's my, what does the what are our regs I'm like? About a, I'm about a four and seven eighths. <laughs> Do the, does it come in different sizes, <laughs> or is it a one size fits all? It is. It's just like Scott said. You guys have got to watch it if you it's have. It's on our Facebook it page. I mean, they're in the lab. They're like testing stuff yep. out. They got. I love when he's got like the mannequin hand and people are walking yep. by high five. <laughs> and it and it's just, just if, if you if you if you're not on Facebook, just go and type in. I'm sure on Google, Berkeley Power Bait glove and noodling glove and and you will find the video someplace i'm sure it's probably on youtube whatever but i mean it is it is good old american fun it is it'll make you laugh more Uh, companies need to do it yep uh national walleye tour uh was supposed to kick off uh march 31st which is thursday to the day that this episode is releasing and they already today, the day before, uh, know that tomorrow is going to be crummy weather, uh, bad wind, whatever. So they have officially moved the tournament um, to April 1 and 2. Uh, hats off to the NWT for not um, just flat out canceling a day yeah, and making it a one-day day tournament. This is a professional series. If you want it to be taken seriously... You have a two-day tournament like normal. That is, there, there's hundreds, hundreds of thousands of dollars online. People have paid their money to enter. You got, you can't have a football game with only three quarters. You can't have a fishing tournament with any less days than what it was designed for. Especially uh, nowadays with the gas prices, you better give the guys what they came out there for. Otherwise, I mean, can you imagine if a football game quit after two quarters? Well, I know, we've talked about that. It's just, it's it's ridiculous. Seven innings into a baseball game, and they say, "Well, guys, well, we getting talk, a little windy." Like I said, we talked about that when Bass tried to do that at their right. last Elite Series tournament, and it's just like everybody was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa!" Yeah, pump the brakes here, guys. Pump the freaking brakes. So, uh, um, you know, one other thing that, that I wanted to touch on here, Matt, um, I've, I've, I've been starting to see some posts on Facebook, um, people going along shorelines on lakes that, uh, the ice is slowly going off on and, um, uh, starting to be, uh, you know, starting to see some, some lakes that ha- have had a little bit That's of winter, winter kill. kill yep. And, uh, um, you know, a lot of times it's, it's, uh, you know, carp, catfish, um, you know, whatever they're, they're going along these shorelines and, you know, they're starting to see a bunch of dead fish up there. Uh, it's a sad deal. I, I will say it is a sad deal. It's, it's a bad deal. I'll even go as far as to say it's a bad deal, but, uh, you know, one thing that a, a, this is natural, yep. you know, I mean, this is 100% natural. It's not like somebody dumped you know 25 gallons of of gasoline into a small pond and you know well guys you know well this is what happened uh, we'll see what happens i mean this is this is the way mother nature designed it and and this is because of the drought that's gone across the midwest this year lower you know water you know we we did have a, a decently cold winter you know it, it happened the oxygen depleted in there you know whatever bunch of different factors you know ice got too low who knows what all you know what what could all happen but one of the things that i did want to kind of talk about is that sometimes this can actually end up benefiting a lake it can and uh you know one when, when you take a big chunk of fish out of the out of the population that's x amount of fish less that are are battling for food this coming year whatever and i mean there is a lot of times when something like this happens and the lake bounces back bigger and better than ever the hard reset that that lake needed was was taking you know a bunch of those fish out of the fishery and i mean that we we've seen it a lot a lot of guys watch lake surveys for that they watch like lake surveys they mark down when it or when a lake has a big hard winter kill because 
you know, some lakes are faster than others and stuff like that. But in a few years, pretty soon all of a sudden, boom, they'll see that it's like they'll go there. And people, you know, people are always like, oh, that fish, it died off. That's no good fishing. There's no good fishing in there. And pretty soon all of a sudden they drive by and they see a few people out there. And it's just like, uh, what's up? You know, like, yep. what's going yep. on? All of a sudden, all of a sudden this old Dead Sea Lake becomes popular again. I, 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 I think that's happened a lot of times. Right. Like I, and I, that's why, and that's why us as anglers too, like you got to watch those, you know, those, those surveys. And then also sometimes you just need to go out there and give it a try. Right. Right. I you mean, know, well, I mean, what was it? Two, two years ago, that Lake Whitewood up, uh, you know, by Lake Preston yeah, in South Dakota, huge. you know, had a big, bad winter kill. And I mean, I think there was people saying that, you know, 90% of the whole entire lake died off. There's people fishing it again. Yeah. And, and, you know, I mean, I've, I, I heard of people ice fishing it this winter that said it was pretty freaking good. Yeah. It was you know, really good so, fishing, so, so I mean, it, it, you know, it, it, it's not always the end all. Like I said, it's a sad deal. It can possibly be a bad deal, but there are times when, when it's actually what the doctor ordered. Right. Don't, you know, there might be some of them lakes that you think died off years ago. Go give them a shot. Yep. Go out there, give it a try. Just because nobody else is out there, isn't out there fishing doesn't mean you can't Maybe go out there Maybe you're the fish. one that discovers the bite. That's the thing. And then you can keep it to yourself and you can keep it, try to keep it as quiet as possible. And Nope. Nope. Um, I'll I'll dive into my Florida trip yeah, just a, just yeah, a little yeah, bit, Florida, and then we'll, then we'll wrap her up. You got but, um, that yeah, little sunburn. You're looking a little tan and stuff there. So. Yeah, you know, I mean, I was out there sunbathing. I, I had my bow rat uh, mankini on and, uh, <laughs> you know, just helicoptering out there for the ladies. <laughs> you know, I mean, it, uh, I got I got a tan line up my chest and over my back, and I'm not going to show you it, but I'm, I, that, trust me, it's there. I appreciate it. It's there. It's show. there. But, uh, um, no, uh, yeah, we, we took off, uh, last Monday, we went down to Fort Myers beach, Florida. Um, I'm lucky enough to get to go down there most years, once a year. And, uh, we have a lot of fun down there. It's a really cool area. Uh, eat a hellacious amount of fish every night. And, uh, there's a fresh grouper caught out of the Gulf. And uh, most of those ref- restaurants advertise, you know, that 24 hours ago that fish was still swimming. You know, there's there's actual fish markets there, and uh, that's where um, a lot of these uh, restaurants source their fish. The the shrimp is normally, you know, golf caught shrimp. You know, that just not too far away from Fort Myers. There, uh, we were able to get out and go fishing. Uh, <clears throat> blue like hell that day. Go figure. Um, we were able to get out. Um, you know, we were pretty limited because of the wind on, on where we could go. Uh, we told our guide that we weren't picky, you know, just wanted to go out and catch fish. We really didn't care. Um, I would say that maybe this year was the least fun, uh, fishing that we've ever had down there. Uh, strictly because we have fished that style of fishing. We just went to the flats and we literally casted out a little, I don't know what I would call a, a small chub, but you know, it's not a chub, it's some, ocean fish or whatever we'd cast them out kind of underneath of corks uh they'd kind of go swimming down through the uh seagrass and there was sea trout in there we i mean hell i don't know we probably caught 30 40 50 sea trout um they were good nothing too big it was it was fun fishing uh but but we've caught sea trout before and we've fished that style before it's what we could do that day because of the because of the wind um but you know it, it was kind of one of those deals uh, you know, when you go to some of these other areas, ocean fishing, you just never know what you're going to pull up. And, uh, you know, when we were doing that, we basically knew what we were going to pull up. Aubrey did, uh, she caught a bonnethead shark. I saw so that, yeah, that was that's pretty cool. cool. Uh, my dad caught a puffer fish. So that was kind of cool. Uh, you know, what the, the neat thing about a puffer fish is like you can hold them in your hand, no problem. Like it's not like they, you know, it's not Spiky like, or yeah, right. I mean, you know, I mean, they have hard spikes on them that, I mean, like you can literally hold right in your hand, no big deal. Like it's not like it stings you and not like a catfish. Uh, you know, it's once it starts puffing up inside of a fish's mouth, then those, you know, spikes right. kind of come out. But that, that was pretty interesting. Uh, you know, got to kind of 
look at one of those up close and you know it's like wow that's really that's pretty crazy really but um nope uh otherwise you know this was our first ever vacation bring uh, in an airplane bringing along an 18 month old so it was kind of like I've, I've been in an airplane before where where there's an 18 month old in there that screams for three <laughs> hours straight and everyone in that plane is like get that damn 18 month old out of here <laughs> and i was kind of worried that maybe we'd be those parents this time and uh we weren't you know i mean i would say about uh 95 percent of the time slate was very well behaved that other five percent did get a little western from time to time you know it's kind of like oh boy here it goes we are officially going to be those parents but uh it never lasted long you'd either fall asleep or get content so uh um his ears never bothered him i was was pretty pumped up about uh, how well he did and uh so that's good yeah whatever it was a good family vacation you know we were down there for a whole entire week it felt like it took about a day um you know, it, it, it's one of those deals. Like when you got seven days, you get down there on the first day and it's like, we got a whole entire week. Yeah. And then on the second day, it's like six days, like, you know, whatever. And then all of a sudden you wake up and it's like, we only got I one got day left. one day left. <laughs> it's and it's like, like oh, what frick. the frick happened to day two, three, four, five? Yep. Like, what the hell was that? And uh, I don't know what happened, but I I think we kind of got robbed. So what was it? What was your favorite thing you ate while you were down there? What was my favorite? Well, you know we. Oh gosh, Matt, I gotta tell you. <sighs> you know I'm I'm getting to be that. Uh, I'm that dad that has a uh, uh, Grady's 13 years old. Uh, he turns 14 here in about two three weeks. Um, and uh, I'm now officially that dad that's that's starting to have his son like kind of start to pass him up in some things. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we're going out fishing and there's a lot. It's getting to be more often that Grady's out fishing me <laughs> and uh, whatever. So me and Grady have been kind of talking smack to each other. There, there's a baby baby back ribs place down there called Rib All City. Right. And uh, I, I told him, like, you know, dude, I'd eat a rack of ribs faster than you. And uh, he's like, ah, BS. And I'm like, dude, like, I would freaking actually destroy you. Like, I mean, I will eat three racks of ribs in the yeah, time that I it would Yeah, I put my t- money on you. I lost. He did. I swear to God. Uh, like, and a, this is not. A, he is a 13-year-old This is not. Sturman, so, I mean. This was not, like, I mean. So, so I got to tell you, like, I've, I, you know, we, we each get these rack. Uh, you know, I got a rack and a half. I mean, if it would have been, like, who can eat seven racks? I'd have beat his ass. Long, like, I'd, you know, I went, right. right. But, but, uh, so we each got this rack of ribs in front of us and, uh, you know, we, we start off, you know, all right, let's go. And boom, you know, we start going I got like three bones in and, you know, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm feeling good. Like, you know, I'm, I'm going to crush him. Like I'm literally going to crush him. I will have this rack of ribs done before he gets to a half rack. And I look over and I'm like, oh, dang Like, I think he's. I think he's moving pretty good, like, you know, but he's going to bog out or whatever. Right. And, and so you get to about a half a rack and it's like, yeah, like, I think he's like hanging right with me here. Like, all right, I might need to kind of turn it on. And then you get to like only three bones left. And it's like, uh, this is like too close <laughs> for comfort here or whatever. And, and he did, he beat me. Like I, I had the meat left in my mouth and I'm sitting there chewing, like trying to drink, you know, I like, can't get it or whatever. And he's like, I'm done. And I'm like, son of a bitch, like he freaking, like he actually did it, like, like you know, like I, I felt a part of my heart got ripped out. Like yeah. I mean, I'm I'm the rib I'm the rib guy. You like are. you're not taking my stuff, Grady. Like you know, and and so whatever. So then I made I, I made him count bones. I'm, I'm like, how many bones you got? I I had 13, he had 12. So I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go out and say like you know it wasn't really a fair match. But I think he did beat me to the point where, like, even if he did have 13 bones, I think he still might have beat me. But <laughs> kind of, so, so what you're saying, it's kind of like the old bull. It was a draw. The old bull and the young bull, old scenario where, yeah. you know, let's run out to the path. You said, he said, let's run down there and I can eat that rack of ribs faster than you. And you said, I can go down there and eat all them ribs. I let him know afterwards that, you know. I, I can I can still whoop his ass in a in a fist fight so 
Uh, you know, not not that I'm going to, but you know, you got to hang that over his head because I'm I'm slowly losing stuff. You so, got to grasp for what you can yeah, grasp. Exactly. Like, so uh, you know that that's uh, it's it's a part of life, I guess. I I don't know if I if I lose a couple more competitions, I'm ready for the home and I'm ready to be done. But uh, uh, yeah, whatever is what it is. So, do you guys uh, see anybody fishing like on the shoreline? We did. Or any, see anybody catch anything cool or hooking anything cool? There. Here's a story for you. Here's a story for you. I got to tell you this, like, and and this is whatever. So at our, at our condominium place there, uh, I noticed the first day, like there's this dude out in front of our condo that, that, you know, waded through the deep water, got out to the sandbar and he's just out there whipping bait around, you know, just whipping bait. And, you know, from where he's standing, it's kind of like, God dang it. Like that dude's kind of got to be in our condo complex, Mm -hmm. you know, here or whatever. And, you know, I, you know, is what it is, whatever. And, and, uh, probably like, you know, the next day I, I see him out there again and I'm like, you know, golly, like this dude, like he's a, I mean, he's getting after it. Like, I mean, he is constantly out there fishing. And so, uh, uh, the one day we go down to the beach, you know, probably on like day four and he's out there freaking whipping bait around again. And it's like, golly, like, you know, this dude, you know, he's serious. And, uh, so finally I'm, I'm walking back to the condo the one day and uh, there he is. So I, I said to him, I'm like, hey, dude, you catching anything out there? And he's like, no, you know, I haven't yet. And he said, you know, we were down here earlier this winter and, and uh, you know, we were able to catch some, catch some fish out there. So, you know, I, I'm, you know, still trying or whatever. And so I said to him, I'm like, you know, I, I could tell, like, if you've been out there, like, yeah, hucking baits around for four days, like, you you had a real thought that like, Hey, I can catch something here or whatever. So I kind of started talking to him and he's like, Oh yeah. You know, I'm, you know, I'm a big fisherman or whatever. I fish collegiately. And I'm like, really? Like, you know, where, where are you from? Well, he's from Michigan. And I was like, heck yeah. You know, like whatever. And he might've even told me his college and, and you know, uh, I had never heard of his college and that's not meaning that it's a bad college. That means that I don't know anything in Michigan besides Michigan or Michigan state. That's what that (laughs) means. But, uh, uh, so I, so I asked him, I'm like, you know, so is that a, a BASS deal or is that an MLF uh, sanctioned deal? Like what you doing? And he's like, no, dude, it's bass fishing. <laughs> and I, I'm like, yeah, like, you know, so is right. it like Bass Angler Sportsman Society or like major league fishing or, you know, like the, you know, like the MLF big five deal or like, is a, you know, did you fish like an FLW deal, you know, a couple years ago or what? And he's like, no, it's like, like, you know, for, for large mouth and small mouth bass. <laughs> And I'm like, all right. I'm like, all right. Like credibility's going yeah. down as a fisherman. Yeah, and and that's kind of, it's kind of where I'm at. And and you know, it's like, oh, okay. And and so I, I said to him, I was like, you know, yeah, you know, uh, uh, you know, I I fish a lot of bass fishing, you know, back in Iowa too. And uh, he's like, yeah, I got a friend that fished down at Lake Hartwell. And I was like, oh, cool, you know, like whatever. And and he's down there right now. And uh, I was like, oh, cool, you know, well they, you know. Just had the Bassmaster really Classic. big uh, tournament there, and uh, you know, you guys might, you know, you know, they might time it perfect, you know, whatever, and uh, uh, you know, like I, I talking about the Bassmaster Classic, like you know, the biggest bass fishing, whatever, and like it didn't really register with, with him, him, like yeah. So it's like, all right, like you know, and maybe he is on the team. Like I'm not taking that away from him. But I, I, th- I think he might be a, he might be his rookie season, <laughs> might be his rookie <laughs> season. Just, just, just kind of coming, coming out yet, and and uh, so, whatever it, it, but but it is just one of those deals. Like the the um, like two days later, I met some dudes from Wisconsin that were down the beach, and I started talking to them about fishing, and because uh, because they had a bunch of rods out. And, and they started talking about fishing back in Wisconsin and they started talking about the bait that they were casting out there and, and different stuff. And when you talk to them, it's like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, like these okay. dudes fish. Like, yeah. you know, I mean, they, you know, when you, me and you can talk about fishing and like I'm by no means a fishing expert. But when you, you know, when a farmer talks to a guy that thinks he's a farmer, <laughs> the, the real farmer can kind of be like, okay that was kind of weird so you have a lawn tractor right you know (laughs) like when when a race car driver talks to a guy who's got a cousin whose buddy you know is a race car driver Uh, like you can kind of tell like i'm not knocking this dude from michigan 
But like I said, I think it might be his rookie season. Like you said, most people, when you start talking bass fishing or you, and you say, oh, is it, is it a bass sanction or MLF sanction? They're going to be like, no, no. Even if they, even if it's not, they're going to be like, no, it's not. Or like just uh, more club, club le- intramural right. club level or like, whatever. Yeah. Like, yep. It's like, oh, okay. It's like, they know, like when you say that, you know what that person's talking about, you know, right. a walleye guy's like, oh, the NWT. Well, okay. Well, yep. right. Yep. No, they, but yeah. Competitive walleye guys. You know I mean? Right. If, if, you know I mean? If you're just a dude that's like, nah, dude, like I don't pay attention to bass fishing you know, or bass tournaments. I don't pay attention to walleye tournaments. I just like going out and catching my limit and frying them up in some shore lunch. Like, yeah, then you don't know. But I mean, this dude was literally talking to me about how he fishes collegiately tournament right. fishing. And, and when I asked him about BASS or MLF, he looked at me like a deer that was about to get smoked by a Peterbilt. And it was like, all right, all right, sounds good. 10-4, moving along. But uh, all right, Matt, you got any good news stories? Um, I'm just going to say, you know, going back to the whole social media thing, like we talk about people that, you know, are always bashing on there. I want to give a good shout out to, like, the people that, you know, that you message about, like, certain things and they're willing to help you out. Like, yeah. I was messaging somebody the other day about um, – putting a transducer on my trolling motor like yep. if i mean if it's if i should like there's all, pros and I was, cons like and if i was like researching all these mounts and stuff i have the universal sonar and it's like would it be beneficial to put the one that came with the unit on there or is it just am i not gaining anything and should i just run the universal sonar and this is a person that like has a business that hooks up these and they took the time to oh yeah they messaged me right away and they're back and forth with me and you know help me out with a lot of my questions and stuff like that so just you know just giving a you know general shout out good news to like people that like well actually that you know when they have the time to respond back and help people out with their people that don't try to big d yeah yeah yep Yep. you um you know i can't believe that i uh oh man i don't know i i really do not know i'm I don't know. Maybe I'll either give two two next week, or, or I'm just gonna flat out say it, it's good to be back. I, uh, um, I don't know. It, it, it's good. It's good to be recording again. I had a lot of fun uh, recording this one. Um, I have reached out to a couple different people. Uh, you know, I, I know I mentioned that uh, uh, last week. I've I've reached out to a couple different people, but now um, I think you know. Obviously, things have kind of settled down after my vacation. Um, I know Matt. Uh, Matt messaged me the other day about uh, some potential guests, so um, I think we're going to start cranking out a few with some guests again. And uh, um, as always, we we thank you guys for listening. Um, if you can, uh, if you're on iTunes or whatever else, uh, uh, leave a leave a review. Um, you know, hit the subscribe button. Do whatever you can. Um, literally, like you know, 15 seconds out of your day truly helps us more than what you'll ever know. So. Uh, um, yeah, if you can do that, we'd appreciate it. Um, but otherwise, uh, that's episode 164. We'll see you next week on episode 165. Later. Later.